Welcome to Stay On Course with me, Julie Riga. My life has been a roller coaster of highs and lows, but what I know to be true is that when we are grounded in our purpose and savor the sweet moments of life, we are truly a success. Today, you are going to get the ingredients for success because life is salty and life is sweet. Together, let's explore the possibilities of our own lives and learn from thought leaders around the globe. Ready, guys? Let's cook it. Today on the Stan Course Podcast, we are hearing from Master Connector himself, Steve Spiro. We are going to review the grit to overcome obstacles, how to be others focused, connecting authentically, and building community and growing connections. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this episode. The Stan Course Podcast is brought to you by the Minority Business Review. The Minority Business Review brings you expert insights on strategy, innovation, and leadership in business from diverse voices. We're changing the narrative and amplifying diverse thought leadership. Hear from inspirational executives who break barriers and reshape industries. Unlock the power of inclusion. Subscribe to the Minority Business Review today. Because when diverse minds come together, business thrives. Follow us and visit our website at minoritybusinessreview.com. Minority Business Review, where every perspective matters. Welcome, welcome everybody to the next edition of the Stan Course Podcast. Today I have Steve Spiro. Steve is a master connector with over 41,000 contacts. He does LinkedIn live broadcasts every week called the Master Connector Show. And he eventually pivoted from his advertising career into technology and now is a business automation consultant. Steve is big on self-development and loves to inspire people to get out of their comfort zone through speaking engagements and doing live streams. Welcome, welcome, Steve, to the Stan Course Podcast. Uh, what's going on, Julie? Great to see you. Blessed to be on here with you today. Thank you. Thank you. It's amazing to have you here as well. And we met through the Master Connector show. I was on your show, so I, yes. uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. And it's a great show. And I wanted to have you on my podcast so that we could talk more about connections, because I think right now connecting with people more than ever is important, especially as we move into this new age of using connections to find new opportunities and new jobs. Yeah, no, it's it's so true. And I, I think now with the world of technology, where there's a barrier from technology today, it's so hard to to truly connect with people. And I think learning some of the things that we're going to talk about today, I believe will help the listeners, your listeners here in terms of being able to really break down those barriers, break down walls and, and to be able to really make great connections and hopefully grow not only their, their, their networks and so forth, but also grow their, their business and their income. Absolutely. Steve, before I get started, I ask all of my guests, what is your favorite food? Hands down sushi. Uh, and I was probably an OG sushi guy. I want to think, I want to say I started eating sushi in the 80s 
when it started to, I started to pop up in the States and there's a little place called taste of Tokyo and in, in the East village in New York city. And it was like this place, this like hidden gem, little secret, tiny place. Uh, but everyone I took there, they loved it. So sushi for sure. I still love it to this day. Wow. Wow. I love sushi. I love the rolls and I'm like obsessed with shrimp tempura rolls right now. So today we're going to talk about creating true connections. And Steve, maybe you could give us a little bit of your backstory because I think it's so interesting. And then let's get into the ingredients for success. Of course. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Well, what's going on, friends? Steve Spiro, the master connector coming at you live and direct. I, I always need to do that. But yeah, so I started out really uh, born and raised in the Bronx, picked on, bullied, learning, disabled, dyslexic, uh, super low self-esteem. My nickname growing up was Spaz, you know, Spiro. So they came up creative with Spaz, uh, you know, and because of my learning disability, when when I would read before the class, I would, I would, you know, stutter. And it was like, it was, it was super hard. I was the last to be picked in any kind of team sports. It was just, you know, but it's not a, what was me story. Right. But I had talent, wound up going into advertising. I wound up go high school for advertising, college for advertising, got out, couldn't get a job, start a company, open a small advertising agency in New York city. As, as I was kind of uh, uh, telling you before we started and it was while being a 22 year old businessman, but also started training in the martial arts, uh, since 83, if you could see the the book to my, um, I guess it's my left, I guess, but uh, that's, a, that's a black belt there because I have a couple black belts. My wife's a black belt as well. And life's interesting with a household of two black belts. But <laughs> but anyway, I, I um, you know, I, I, I started training later in life and it wasn't like I, I uh, it helped me from being bullied, but it really started to help me get some confidence and eventually had a illustrious advertising career and at one point met a very successful entrepreneur who became a mentor to me and took me under his wing, got me on a path of self-development, you know, not just physical self-development, like the martial arts, but, you know, sort of mental self-development books and audios and networking. And he's the one who challenged me. He said, Steve, I want you, I know I understand you're, you're introverted, but I want you to meet three strangers every day. And, you know, when you live in New York, if you talk to strangers, they're going to shoot you or kidnap you. And uh, I did it, didn't get kidnapped, shot or killed. And, I actually uh, stretched me, got out of my comfort zone and eventually uh, started amassing a huge network. But true connection, which is what I'm all about, I feel like you, you're really in the flesh. It's so much better. This leads us right up into the first ingredient, which is connecting authentically. And I just want to bring a memory back, Steve, that I have from the first time I met okay. you. And, okay. and so the first time I met you, you said something so interesting to me that nobody has ever said. And I really took it and thought about it and actually talked about it with other people. And he said, Julie, let's just like not talk about anything else, but tell me your origin story. You said, tell me your origin story. And I was like, that is brilliant. The origin story is the most brilliant way to start a relationship with people. So talk a little bit about that. So I, I take about three to four, sometimes five Zoom calls a day. Uh, I try to do it in my off hours before work, and then, you know, lunchtime and after work. Right. And uh, it, it's it's interesting because there's quite a few people they want to do the what do you do dance? So what do you do? That's how they start the conversation. And I say to them, you know, is it possible? Can we you know, and that's and I don't know. I don't know if I needed to do that with you. I, I don't think I needed to. But I start the I start every call with, hey, it's great to connect. And a lot of these calls are coming off of connections I've made on LinkedIn like us. 
And I'll say it's great to connect, but to me, my feeling is what good is being connected if the only thing you know about the person is what's written in their profile. Let's I'd love to hear your story, your journey, you know, not what you do, but the born and raised, the whole nine. I'll give you mine and we'll go from there. And when you lead with vulnerability and you tr you're truly connecting authentically, the barriers come down and people start to open up. And, you know, I'm not looking for their dark secrets, but it's a lot easier to connect on a human level. It's a fantastic formula because it forces you to be authentic. It's actually like you're you're giving somebody permission to be authentic in the moment. And I love that. And I I definitely think that authenticity is one of the quickest ways for us to get in connection with people. So that really resonated with me. So the next ingredient, since we're kind of on that mode, is of being others focused. We're talking about these connecting calls. So I'll kind of go on that realm on that mode a little bit, but Many people get on calls, you see messages on LinkedIn, you know, I get, I get bombarded with them. It's the pitch, right? And I like to say, ditch the pitch. I'll, I have a message that I'll send back to people sometimes, something to the effect of, I appreciate the aggressive approach, but I do business with people I know, like, and trust. And, you know, I'm happy to get, get on a call to, to understand more about you as a person. But if you're only looking to pitch me something, I'm not interested to get on a call. You know, sometimes people jump on a call and they're like, thank you for doing that. But the point I'm making is you don't want to be agenda based. So I like to get on a call and I'm my mindset, my heart posture, if you will, is others focused. When we're focused on ourselves, we could go to a real dark, bad place. <laughs> and so I, I often like to tell people if they're struggling, stop thinking about yourself, stop focusing on yourself, focus on others and watch all of those difficult thoughts and feelings kind of disappear because you've now focused on something that is useful and helpful because a lot of the stuff that we get ourselves into is just like all in here. And it's just yeah. a spinning of the same story over and over again. And the story isn't always a real story. It's not always a right, right. story. It's just the story we've created to protect ourselves from whatever it is we're right. trying to protect from. That's right. Very true. So, yeah. With that, what is our next ingredient? The next ingredient, and this one doesn't necessarily relate to the um, connecting, but it but it does in a way, and that is having the grit to overcome obstacles, right? And you know, this my life has been a journey, and everyone has a journey, has a story, right? Like we spoke about, but for me, that grit has been the, the key. I mean, you were talking before we, we, we started recording, right? You talked about the life of an entrepreneur and it's not easy. Right. And so, you know, for me, the same thing occurs. I, you know, when I was in the martial arts, I, I, I had so many crazy experiences. I remember bust getting my nose busted really bad. Cause I learned that you don't duck into your six foot five, 300 pound sensei as he's coming around with a roundhouse kick and you, you, his knee wound up landing into my nose and my nose got busted. So that, you know, and, but I, that class, I was like, I, I finished class. I didn't, maybe I didn't do what I was doing, but I stay, I didn't like just rush home. I didn't, I didn't want to go to the hospital. I've been, I've gotten stitches in my face multiple times. I know how long of a wait it is four hour wait. Cause you know, it's not like your life is, you know, in danger. So they're going to take your priority wise. It's like, I'm not going. A lot of people quit. A lot of people started and stopped. They said, all right, I'm going to just keep going. And and I, it's a lesson that I learned. And, and just if you stay steady, you don't, you do the work, you follow a coach, a mentor, a sensei, 
you're going to succeed, right? And so that's one thing that I've learned and I've used that in many areas of my life. And I know that eventually I'm going to make it, you know, as long as you don't quit. So that that is an area, again, it's not necessarily connection. I, I think in some way it does re relate. And of course, in telling my story and, you know, there's a lot of grit in there, right? But, um, and so that's sort of wrapped to the story and authenticity, but I believe it's a great lesson in life. Yeah, I think I might be able to relate grit back to connection. I have an idea. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So listen, whenever I'm talking about leadership and, and life, the most difficult thing that we have to deal with are people. People are our most difficult obstacle because oh, yeah. we're all operating differently. We're introverts, we're extroverts. I'm a Myers-Briggs practitioner. So I'm like very well aware of the differences between, you know, different ways of taking in information, different ways yep. of making decisions, different ways of controlling our world. And so when we have these differences, it gets very difficult to be in relationship and partnership and work relationships with people. We need to have the grit to overcome the obstacles with people. And those obstacles, you know, it can, it's not for the faint of heart because right. our flesh, what you were talking about wants to give up. Like at the first moment of conflict, we want to give up or we want to hide. We want to go away. It's much easier to just ghost somebody or stop talking to them than to face a situation. Because if we face the situation, we have to face it in a graceful way. And that's yeah. not always what our flesh wants to do. We want to be like, I, I'm like, I, I want to do that. I want to like, you know, there have been times where I felt physical anger come up and rise up inside of me. So I think that like, if we apply the grit to the personal relationships that we need to just continue those relationships rather than give up, that's how I could connect this grit to yeah. overcome the obstacles here. I, I, I like it a lot. And, and, you know, it's interesting, and I'm going to need to steal this as I'm trying to tie the four things I like to talk about together. But, you know, I am the guy that even though I'm a martial artist and, you know, fighting was natural to me, verbal fighting, verbal conflict is not comfortable. I, 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 know, I don't like conflict. I really don't. It it's just makes me uncomfortable. And so I'll avoid it. Uh, that's, the, that's the normal nature. So like you said, having the grit to overcome that obstacle. And I have had over the years and very recently some very crucial conversations with people that became breakthroughs. I'm really glad I spoke about, number one, I felt better about myself because I know that it was hard to do and I did it. And just on that alone, I felt great. But also it really helped to repair the relationship. It, it's it's been great. So I I I am I'm glad you're pointing this out and moving this in that direction. I appreciate that. Well, yeah, feel free to use it because it's just for yeah. me, it's a natural connection here because I've been spending so much time talking about conflict resolution. I have a resolve method that I've created. I can share it with okay. you after this, but sure. it is definitely about how to sit in conflict and listen. I am not an expert at being in those moments. I don't like it. I don't, I mean, right. I don't think any of us like to be in those awkward, uncomfortable situations, but I think the point is, is that we have to go through them if we're going to get to the other side 
and continue relationships with people because it's very easy for us to stop having those connections with people. And that's the thing we're, we're all taking in information differently. So I can hear something and you can hear something and we could hear totally different things. We've not created a shared meaning. So once we create shared meaning, then we can have a better conversation. But until we've done that, both of us can continually hear the same thing and understand it completely differently. Very true. Very true. It's not necessarily only to conversations and communication, but in general, I heard it said, right? The word success, it starts with S-U-C. So you got to go through the suck to get through (laughs) success, you know? I love that. I love that. Well, especially since this is uh, ingredients for success here, uh, (laughs) my podcast. And yeah, I would say that uh, there is a lot of that. Mm-hmm. going on in everybody's life oh yeah oh yeah for sure <laughs> let's talk about building community connection and lo- i'd love to lean into a little bit o- about linkedin because i'm on linkedin yeah. all the time and so are you how how are we building community either on linkedin or otherwise well number one i think you need to give yourself you need, it needs to be a mindset when you're going in there as you're building your LinkedIn uh, profile that you're going, you're looking to find a tribe, if you will. You're looking to find people that resonate with you and connect with them. And and so, and I've heard the phrase, right? Your your vibe is your tribe or your tribe is your vibe, right? So you want to kind of think about that. So when I when I built my profile, you know, number one, and I, I had some help with this, you know, in the early stages, but Again, very much like it. If you look at my about section, I'm I'm definitely speaking about some of the challenges, the vulnerability aspect of of my background. Uh, when I'm putting out posts, um, I'm you know thinking, okay, how can I add value? And uh, you know, there's a consistency of messaging because I want people to understand who and what I'm about. Uh, when I'm connecting with people. You know, and doing a call, you know, and, and my policy is everybody that connects with me. So if you're listening to to this and you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, expect that I'm going to ask you to get on a call with me. Um, and I almost will tell you, if you don't want to, then don't connect with me because my feeling is, and I think I said this to you earlier today, just Julie, right? Which is why get on a, why, why connect them with, with somebody on LinkedIn if you don't know much about them? Uh, so that's why I want to, want to get on a call with you. But it's just a mindset. And and so, you know, a big reason why I created the Master Connector show, the the live, the live broadcast, is because I'm also continuing to build a community. And I don't like to look at my connections on LinkedIn as a network. I look at them as a community, as as you know, my my family, right? And the bigger your connections, the bigger your community, when need be if god forbid you know let's say there's some situation where i need to pivot and maybe re restart something i could, i have a lot of people in my community that i could turn to and i love that you're doing it before you need it yes <laughs> because i work with a lot of individuals that are looking for jobs right now and yeah. i'm like so what have you been doing to network you know and the answer is like nothing And so they're finding themselves in a situation where now it's like, oh my gosh, I need to network. 
So the idea that you're doing it ahead of time and establishing those networks before you really need them, I think is really crucial to success. That's, that's such an ingredient for success because at this point in time, and Steve, I've done research on this. I've, I just recently spent like four hours just researching the applicant tracking systems and how they're operating and why it's so difficult for your resume to get through to anybody. And so the truth is, is that right now the way to find a job is through your network. That's right. I tell people all the time when they, you know, people come to me and they're looking for a job, they either just out of college or they're, they're trying to reinvent themselves. I say, go watch the movie Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. I know it's an old school movie, and but it's a great story. Chris Gardner, I think, is the name of the, of the actual real person. And, you know, he knew, granted, there was no digital, there was no, you know, application tracking platform back then. There was a big pile of resume. And he was an older African-American guy. He knew that he his chances are, based on, on the trip, typical profile, if you will, he wasn't getting a job. So well, he did everything but that, right? Yeah. He, he showed up at the, the football game and he, you know, whatever. He um, jumped in the cab and did the Ruby, Ruby Skew thing, if you watch the movie, if you know what I mean. He did everything, right? So he, he, he and that's what you need to do when you're looking for a job. You need to rely on your network. Uh, I have a young man that I gave, gave some advice to and he's been taking it. And, you know, I said, listen, you could look for a job on LinkedIn and apply or you can go on Indeed, whatever. But if you could figure out who the, maybe the hiring manager is, if you will, not the recruiter, connect with them on LinkedIn and try to message them. Why not? Right. Just be different. If it's a local company, show up. Steve, this has been amazing. We have talked about creating true connections and can you just give us a quick overview of the four ingredients again? Sure. Yeah, 100%, right? I, I call them the pillars. It's the same pillars that I speak about as a keynote, same that, that is in my book, and the same in our Master Connector show, right? One is connecting authentically. As, as we talked about, leading with those vulnerabilities, uh, telling your story. Second is having the grit to overcome obstacles. Third is being others focused, being a go-giver. I was blessed to have Mr. Bob Berg on our show recently. Uh, uh, he's amazing. I love his, his book series. So being a go-giver, being others focused, right? And fourth, as we were kind of talking about, just building community and growing connections. So, but I, I believe if you do those things, you will have tremendous success. And it's a, it really is a separating factor. It has been for me, and I believe it will, will be for you if you apply it as well. Amazing. And Steve, how can my audience find out more about where you are and what you're doing? So the simple and easy way is they can just go to Steve Spiro. So it's S-T-E-V-E-S-P-I-R-O.com. And there's a bunch of links in there. It's kind of a digital business card. So don't get thrown off if it, if it looks like a card, not a website, so to speak. But it's got a lot of links. Uh, one of one of the, if anyone was interested in hiring me or just looking to hire me as a speaker, uh, it's spiro-global.com. Uh, and if they love the idea of the show and you want to check it out, go to masterconnector.show, masterconnector.show. Uh, but the best one is stevespiro.com or connect with me on LinkedIn, but stevespiro.com has links to all that. Uh, that's the best way to get me. Well, Steve, thank you so much for coming on the Sand Course podcast and speaking about creating true connections. I think our net 
work is our net worth. And I truly appreciate all that you're doing and all that you're sharing with all of us to help us move the needle forward on building those networks. So thank you so much for being a part of the Stan Course podcast. I appreciate it. It's been an honor. Thank you so much, Julie. Are you looking to unlock your full potential on your leadership journey? Well, look no further than the Stan Course podcast. I'm coach Julie Riga, and I'm here to help you discover your personal purpose and how it connects to work with my solutions. You'll learn to be present in the moment, bounce back from setbacks and manage your time effectively. If you are ready to take the next step, why don't you schedule a one-on-one coaching session with me or join one of my workshops or even become part of the stay on course learning community. Visit stayoncourse.io today And let's move forward towards success together. Thank you for listening to another episode of Stay On Course. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so Julie can continue serving up delectable experts and appetizing content directly to your earbuds. And remember... Right now, you have the ingredients to be living the life you are meant to live. This has been a production of The Mediacasters.